Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life tips with you all in hopes to inspire you to take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have an incredible guest, Honestly, I'm so excited to share her wisdom with you all. Her name is Ruqayya and she might be a mother of five, but she stresses the importance of being so much more than that. While motherhood is her most important title, Ruqayya is a successful entrepreneur and holistic healer within the fields of personal growth, coaching, NLP, fascia balancing and a certified body talk practitioner. She spent years sharpening her skills and training across the globe with some of the most prominent leaders in the personal growth field. In this episode, Rukaya shares her top five actionable life lessons plus a bonus which has helped her grow into the servant leader she is today and here they are. The first one is happiness. You must find happiness internally. The second is expectations. Don't expect too much in life. Number three is gratitude. Be grateful for the simple things that you have. Number four, judgment. Quit judging others, but also yourself. Number six, conclusions. Stop making false stories up in your mind. Number seven, choices. We all have the ability to make choices. She left a powerful quote that I want to share with you all, and it goes like this. All the power that you need to be the best you is within you. Honestly, I'm so excited for you all to listen to this episode. Let's get straight into it. Hey, Rukaya, thank you so much for being with me on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am honestly super grateful to have you on the show. I've been just looking forward to learn from you. Luckily, I've had the chance to have an opportunity to speak to you before the podcast. So I've got to know more about your story. And I genuinely just want to go straight into this and get you to introduce yourself to my audience and then just go straight into basically what are your top five like actionable life lessons that you've learned in your business, in your life, in your journey so far that you think will add the most value to the people listening right now. And I will, I will be, you know, as always, um, giving my insights as well onto what you share. But genuinely, this is all you. Like, I want to learn from you. I'm listening and I'm present for you right now. And I'm super excited to learn from you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you giving me the opportunity as well. Uh, So getting straight into it, um, I would say, number one, I would say happiness. Uh, A lot of the time we put happiness outside us and we believe it comes from other people around us or things that happen to us or, um, you know, things that we achieve. But the fact is that if you're not internally happy and you don't feel happy within yourself, nothing can change that. So, I mean, like, you know, a lot of the times we, we wonder, like, you know, people have, seem to have everything in life. You know, they have money, they have, um, they have a beautiful spouse or, a, you know, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or um, they, have, they seem to have it all. But then uh, something goes wrong, maybe they um, end up in the hospital or something happens to them, you know, like, um, unfortunately, or uh, they hurt themselves or something. And you can't understand or comprehend why that happened. A lot of the time, that's because internally, they are unhappy. And if you're internally unhappy, it doesn't matter how many things you have, how many people around you do whatever they do for you, nothing can change your happiness except for yourself. And that's a very important lesson for me. 
I think so true. Like for me, happiness is basically it, it, the way I say it in, in a nutshell. For me, happiness is doing what you want, when you want, with who you want, whenever you want. That's it. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. And, and the thing and is that, um, yeah. yeah, so it, it, it always comes. I mean, even if you couldn't do what you want, when you want, with who you want, right? It still doesn't have to define how happy you are inside. Um, a, a lot of the time, uh, you know, uh, we can't always have what we want when we want. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and even so, it doesn't have to define our happiness. And then that brings me to my second one, which is expectations. And the fact is that although we want to always have goals and like dreams and things like that, but when you place expectations on how they need to show up, where they need to show up, in what way, you know, all the all the define all the definitions you put attached to it and and you put these expectations then even when it smacks you in the face in a different way you won't see it mm. why because you only expect it to show up a, a certain way right mm. so expectations comes in also like if you if you um if you expect someone in your life to treat you a very specific way right then you it, it will it will affect you because they're not doing what you expect out of them. Yeah. However, if you're open to different opinions, different ideas, different scenarios, then you may be able to see that maybe certain things they're doing may be better for you than you actually thought. But if you're not open to different ideas, different ways of things showing up for you, your expectations limit how things and how you can change, how, how things show up, how, um, like, you know, the changes you can create in your life or uh, your business or any any other way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, spot on. I loved it. And I think the main thing I just took from what you shared was um, that, that many people just expect too much. Like they expect too high and, and then they don't get it and then they get disappointment. And the disappointment Correct. takes them to stress and anxiety and depression and sadness because I wanted exactly. a big thing, but I didn't get it. And so now I'm going to be like head down, sad and upset about it. When in reality if you didn't have that big expectation and just was like, um, like a lot of students come to me and ask me, Sadiq, give me some advice on my exams. My, my, the same tip I give every single student, hey, all you can do is your best. Exactly. And the best thing that you can do is, the, is, is your best. That's all you can do. And don't have expectations you're going to get an A star. Just give your best, your, put your most energy, put the most revision in, do your best on the day and then forget about it because you are not in control of your of your, um, you're not in control of what you're going to get. You're in control of your energy and, and you being present on that day to just give your best. That's all you need to do. Exactly. So based on that, like what you said, right? Um, it's not even that, you know, that uh, they have expectations. A lot of the time, like now you, you brought up like particularly exams and they're aiming for an A. So when they even get a B or a C, they're disappointed to the point where it actually causes stress and anxiety. I mean, instead of looking at it and then being grateful, which is my next point, right? Being grateful for actually, okay, I didn't get the A that I expected or that I could have got, right? And I got a C, okay, but at least I'm grateful I didn't fail, right? And next time, I know I have to put in more effort. But on the other hand, if you don't have an expectation in the first place, right? You can be hopeful for the best, right? And whatever you get, you'll know you did do your best. 
And if you didn't do your best, you'll also know that, right? Because if you didn't study hard enough or you didn't put in enough of an effort, you'll also know that. Exactly. And you'll be more willing to look at yourself, um, uh, you know, uh, how do you say, sorry, you know, sometimes I forget weird, normal, <laughs> basic I'm words. I'm just saying, like my English is just like goes out the drain and you I'm just take, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you take responsibility for your own actions. And if, you, if you're not willing to, um, you know, to look at it objectively and just blame and, you know, go on, go on a rampage of blaming, oh, but it's because of this, it's because the question's what, it's because of that, it's because of that. No, just take responsibility. Really, I didn't work that hard. Yeah. Maybe next time I can start sooner and put in more of an effort, you know, and then, you know, it'll be different. But the point is that if you, if you, if you, it's, it's not only about high expectations, because honestly, the thing is that it's interesting because you, because there's two sides to that, right? Because they say you get what you expect right? Yeah. Okay. And that's where you have to have expectations, but then they say, don't have expectations. So which way is actually right? Exactly. Okay. So it's, it's not that uh, you, you, you know, I feel like instead of saying you get what you expect, it means you get what you dream or you see, right? It doesn't mean that today you didn't get it, that it's not going to happen. Exactly. It just means that maybe it now is not the right time. So just keep having faith and trust that, that that will be the next step, you know? Yeah. And that's that's the most important part is that like, it's not only about the expectation, it's about the faith and trust that you have in whatever's right will come your way. Whatever's meant for you will come your way in the way it's supposed to come, you know? Yeah. And, if, and if something didn't come up, the, like you didn't get that A or you didn't, um, you know, get something that you expected to get, right? Or you didn't, uh, end up doing getting in for the degree you ended up uh, getting in for a different one you know maybe it's time to open your mind to different possibilities right and yeah, be willing to that. see them yeah I always tell people like don't just because one thing didn't happen for you it doesn't mean another amazing thing is not going to come into your life yeah it doesn't mean another opportunity is not there like like I said like I don't know, recently I've been speaking to a lot of younger people and a lot of like students have been asking yeah. me questions on TikTok and stuff like that. And so I just, I, you know, I love helping the younger generation because it's like the way they think, they're more creative, ambitious, but they're really fixated because of their lecturers and because of university and their teachers yeah. are telling them that if you don't get good grades, you're going you're gonna to have a, a rubbish life and you're not going to be successful. And I'm telling them the complete opposite. I'm like, no, believe in yourself, do your best. You are, you are unique and special and amazing in your own way. And I promise you, if you suck at your degree and you don't get the best grades that you're expecting, I'm just telling you being an older brother of yours, that you can do something much more amazing with your life having no degree because I don't have a degree and look at what I'm doing in my life. Neither look at, do I. Look at the people I'm surrounding myself with. Exactly. You see, like, and I, and I, and I showed yeah. them the proof rather than just telling them, I'm showing them, Hey, come and look at this person or go and follow this person on Instagram. They're my friend. I've met them through social media and look at where we're doing. We don't have degrees, but we are super passionate. We have so much energy. Look how crazy we are. We don't. And, and that's not because we're yeah. going to go It's just. But it's also that they got to love what they're doing, right? They got to exactly. love what they're doing. The other day, actually someone messaged me on Instagram and, um, it was a doctor and, um, and the doctor was saying that like, you know, um, I'm not sure if I should study further and, um, I'm not sure how that will play out. And, uh, oh, it will, it will like, you know, it will take me a step back also in my life. And this doctor's a GP, but 
he wanted to study further as in specialize mm-hmm. but now he's saying he's not sure if he should because it might hold him back from other things in his life so i i said to him like um uh, oh oh he said he said it was monday morning and he said it's monday and and uh, it's blue as a monday would be and i said why would a monday be blue and i said don't you love what you do and he said no who does i was like i do you know if you don't love what you do how can you be excited for a monday or for a week or for working you need to find your passion and if what you're doing right now is not creating that passion for you then you should study further and you should find which which um uh, you know which field will actually allow you to build that love for your for, for your um, you know for your work because yep. if you wake up and you love what you do then you don't even really you actually wait for a monday because yay things are starting again it's not boring like the weekend and just so yeah. calm and chill you know yeah. so um it was just interesting you know that um that that's how people look at it is that no you don't you you can't always love what you do you can always love what you do and that's the whole point right and yeah. that's why you want to be doing what you do it because you enjoy it and you're passionate about it and um so anyways the next one is gratitude and for me i feel like gratitude is one of the biggest biggest lessons in life i mean you know some people will literally say to me but what do i have to be grateful for and i'll say okay you keep looking too high what are you looking for to be grateful for well i don't have this and i don't have that and i'm like okay so why is there still nothing to be grateful for right because they're thinking the problem is people are not thinking about simple things to be grateful for like the easy stuff everybody is looking out there of what do i have that i have to be grateful for you have eyes you can see there's people that can't see you have a body that's healthy there are people there that are, that is a, there are people out there that are not healthy at all you know um you have you, you have if you have parents that are alive that's something to be hugely grateful for there's other people out there that don't have parents or never even had a parent to begin mm-hmm. with you know like the thing is that when you tell people to have, to 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 you know to be grateful then instead of looking at the simplest things you know uh so during covid at some point there was this um this uh you know message that was going around that someone posted on social media and came to everybody's whatsapp and everybody was quoting this and it was like something to the effect like i don't remember the details i just know her point was stop telling me to be grateful i know there's people out there that are worse off me than me stop telling me to be grateful i know that there are people that don't have food on their table i'll do it in my own time but you know i understand your point of view but then if i don't show you what's lower than you to be grateful for how do you ever expect to find your gratitude if someone doesn't show you what's like show you the people that are less off than you how do you how can you be grateful for what you have because if you're always looking at the people above you how can you ever be grateful you can never be grateful if you're always looking up instead of looking down if you're not if you're not looking at those that are less fortunate than you and i mean less fortunate they don't necessarily mean financially i mean in every possible way someone that doesn't have legs yeah. someone that doesn't have an arm it's it's simple things less fortunate is not only about money right and if you're not looking lower and seeing oh those people that don't have what i have 
and you're always looking at the people in front of you and you're looking and saying, why don't I have what they have? You can never be grateful, period. Because yep. you're always going to be ungrateful for what you actually have. And guess what? You're not going to attract any better. Because when you're actually grateful for what you do have right now and you're sitting and you're, you're counting what you actually have and you're grateful for it and you're genuinely grateful for it, then so much more comes your way. You just open so many more doors of opportunities, of, of love, of, of all kinds of blessings, you know? And that I genuinely believe and I've seen it in my own life. I mean, like, it's, it's unbelievable. Even for, you know what's amazing? Is that you should be even grateful for the lessons. So when something doesn't go your way and you're grateful for the lessons it taught you, it even becomes more of a blessing for you as well because that that thing that didn't go your way ends up being a blessing for you in a different way you know mm -hmm. yeah powerful i'm just listening like powerful powerful stuff coming because when you talk about gratitude everybody gets really really passionate because they all have their own version and we have our we all have our own life lessons in gratitude i mean you're 100% yeah. correct like i love what you just shared because i resonate with it so much because in my life once i started really like people think I'm really like just extreme, like, you know, extreme with gratitude. And I'm like, I'm, I am grateful for my eyes. Like I woke up and I have hair on my arms. You know, like some people have skin condition and they don't have hair on their hands or they have pigmentation or, or they have cancer, you know, or they have brain cancer or they have like, you know, exactly. I don't know, whatever type of disease. And I'm just like, man, I woke up and I'm alive. Like I'm breathing and I like, I'm grateful just to be alive. I ha I'm having a nice warm shower in the morning. And someone in like in, in the other side of the world doesn't have water. They're fetching yeah. water from miles and miles and miles. I'm just getting it from just exactly. opening a little tap. Right? And exactly. Like, Other people have to walk. And they don't even get warm water when they walk all the way there to pick no. it up. It's not even warm. Nope. Exactly. It's muddy, dirty, disgusting, filthy water. And so like, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. And I think gratitude is a practice every sh everyone should have and it should be something throughout the day that we practice not just a morning routine gratitude let me just write my gratitudes in the morning no that's not enough i don't find that enough it should be here yeah i don't even I, for me it's not about writing it down it's about being it exactly. it's about being it becoming exactly. it yep. that gra gratitude is so ingrained in your brain that it's not even a question it's not something you have to acknowledge because it's there all the time constantly you're constantly in the state of gratitude for me that that that's like a huge you know a huge life lesson Definitely. that's one of like the biggest ones i love it and I, just to kind of quickly just to add on as well one of my mentors taught me like he goes to me uh Sadiq, in your life when you speak to people or when you meet people when you're building relationships never talk from logic and never talk from the, your mind talk from the heart always talk from the heart with intuition with love with True. kindness because when you talk from the heart yes. The, the, the gratitude and People the love and the kindness you have in your heart is where emotions yep. will come out, your true emotions and love and the good energy will come from there. Not from here. When we talk from here, we are, our minds are like spaghetti. You know, we're thinking of so many things and we can just easily say things. But when it comes purely, purely from the heart, which is why I love being a speaker because I, like, I didn't even rehearse my TEDx talk. It's nothing. Like, I didn't rehearse my TEDx talk. I, a week before I, I would I would have probably done the same thing <laughs> yeah like I just gonna that's how I am I'm like <laughs> yeah but that's the whole point right but you're right that's when it actually comes from the heart that's yeah. when it's authentic it's in its authenticity like it's pureness because yeah. when you rehearse it honestly you know um the thing with writing that I that I a little bit I want to I don't like the word struggle I is a challenge for me is because when I write things down 
and I read them again. And once I read them again, my mind comes, gets involved to assess them and to judge what I wrote, right? Which is my next lesson, but to judge what I wrote. And my, 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 my mind will come in and go like, okay, but this English is not as good. Like, okay, wait, we need to change this. Okay, wait, let me read how it sounds again. Oh, oops. Okay, this is not. And then by the end of it, I freaking deleted three quarters of what I wrote. <laughs> and then I don't even want to write it anymore. It's like, dude, like it's over. Like, I don't want to write it anymore. I like delete the whole thing and I'm like, okay, it's okay. That thought is entirely gone. We don't even need to talk about it again. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no, I'm not going to write anything down. For me, if I do a talk, if I do a talk or if I'm like now even, right? If I put the points down, meaning to say just the subheadings, right? is very rare for me. I don't even usually do that. And if I did it, it might've been 10 seconds before we started. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or yeah. maybe quickly, just before we start, that it would come to my mind. Okay, mental what am note. I going to say quickly? You know, just yeah. mental note. Yeah, exactly. And and otherwise, I, I don't, I feel like you, you need to go with the flow of energy because vibration and energy is also around us all the time. And like when you're standing in front of like, uh, like a group of people and you're talking or something and you can see the expression and you can see the energy, you can see what vibrates well with them. More of what's authentic for you will come out at that moment. Definitely. When, when it's, when it, and then you can like kind of adjust yourself. Like I'll find like if I've already committed to a talk and I have it in my mind and then I'll feel like I'm, like I'm betraying myself or feel guilty for going off course. No, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I know the feeling. I know the feeling for sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's just like you said, when you just go out and you just be yourself fully, completely just authentic and just vulnerable and honest and just pure love and the energy in the room and you're physically there like in the present moment. That's what matters the most. That's when the, that's when the magic happens. Exactly. So my next point was judgment. And so there's two sides to the judgment, right? Because one is judging yourself and one is judging others, right? Yeah. So the interesting thing is that, so judging others is that like, okay, for example, like once I got asked a question about influences and like, don't you think they're so wrong and they're so, how can they do this and how can they do that? And I said, why? That's what resonates for them. Why is it for you to say they're wrong or they, sh- you know what I mean? Because what's good for them, you don't know everything in their life. You don't know. So you can't really judge them for what they do. You can just say, okay, I wouldn't do something like that. And that's okay, you know, yeah. but you don't have to judge them for what they would or wouldn't do because we're not all the same. We're all individual. We all have our, um, our, um, you know, um, uh, our good points, our bad points. We all have our, our, you know, strengths and weaknesses. We all are the same. And the thing is that the moment you think you're better than someone else, you're actually doing yourself an injustice because yeah. you're not actually willing to take responsibility for the fact that we, that you also make mistakes. You also have things that you need to be, you know, um, you need, you, you need to be corrected on. Right. And if you can't take criticism, then why are you willing to give out criticism? You know, um, so the fact is that like with judgment, like for me, it was a, it was a changing point. It was probably in 2015 where I felt like nothing could actually sway my mind. It, it, it started in 2015, I would say. And then it started to build up from there, you know, to the point where like uh, people see my hijab and they think, oh, uh, like you're you're very religious and you're very Muslim. And then, you know, if someone does something different from your beliefs and I'm like, no, it's not like that. This is this is who I am. 
it doesn't mean that I don't respect what what other people feel, you know. And I'm and I'm always open about that in my talks as well. Like if I say, like if you believe in God or universe or anything, like everybody is entitled to their beliefs, and I don't judge you for it. And I'm not here to like to like judge you for what you believe. That's your choice, you know. Everybody has a choice, you know. Um, in any case, then there's personal judgment, your own judgment. And you know what? This is a funny one because you know how many times we judge ourselves based on other people's possible judgments of us. So what we're doing is we're looking and we're like, okay, um, you're you're judging yourself based on what other people could think of you or what other people, um, based on belief systems that you have, that you've imposed on yourself, but you make it that, you know, that it's coming from outside you. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's basically like Cause, cause, people, you just feel like, you feel like, um, well, every day you wake up, you kind of judge. Like the way I say it is like, we, we tend to sometimes beat ourselves up um, to such a point that we start believing the BS in, and the stories in our own mind. And, and we start yeah. living those beliefs, thinking that they're real. And then someone comes externally into your life and be like, hey, Sadiq, what are you talking about? Like, that's, you don't even like that. Like, that's not, are you stupid? Like, who told you that? You're like, I kind of told myself that. You're like, no, you're not like that. Like, why are you judging yourself? Why are you beating yourself up? It's not even true. So I've, I found a lot of people that I meet now as well, they're just like internally making false stories in their mind. That's not true at all. But we just tend to judge ourselves and we are our own biggest critique, right? But you gave me a good example to use because you said about waking up. Like, it's funny because like, let's say, let's say you just woke up in the morning and you decided like, I'm going to go like this on YouTube right now or on Instagram or whatever. And I'm going to go live like how I look right now. And then, so you, 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 you say, okay, I can't do this because no, what, what, you know, and I'll ask you why, why can't you do it? Because what will people think? What will they think? They'll think I'm crazy. Will they think that or are you thinking that? The yeah. question is like, who's really thinking that, right? Okay, so they'll think that. So what? How would you know they think that? They would. I mean, like, the problem is because you would think that, like, you know, you tend to make it about you. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, yeah. you like, you, you make up the story, okay? And then you make it more real than it actually is, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you judge yourself harsher. And then exactly what you said, the funny thing is, you feel that about yourself right but you've actually made it as though people would think that of you right yeah. but then someone comes to you and goes like wait what are you talking about you know like i never ever thought that about you you made that up like in your head that's nothing yeah. that's not even the truth by far you know yeah exactly <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense yeah 100 100 for sure um okay then another one is um is conclusions and conclusions is is basically like concluding that something is like is as it is. So, for example, when like if you if you make a conclusion that if this happens, that will if if I do this, then that will happen. That's creating almost a belief system that that is the conclusion of what will happen if I do that. Mm. So the thing is that you're not even leaving it open to actually be a possibility because you're closing yourself off from possibilities. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. That's because powerful. you're putting such a big barrier at the end that you've closed off your possibilities. Mm. It's almost like, it's almost like so, you, you just, you just uh, concluded your own life story 
when it's not even like it's not it hasn't ended yet the chapter there's still chapter 20 left like you know know. but guess what but guess what because you do that you actually only end up going in that direction so instead of open possibilities coming your way you actually choose within the limitation that you've concluded wow that's so powerful i just thought in my mind like click like wow that is that's something i've never spoken to anyone about like that's the deep thing that's really powerful. So the thing with conclusions is that it's, it's, it's important to change your conclusions into possibilities. Mm. Everything's a possibility. And actually, I'm going to add one more. I think I did five already, but I want to add one more, which is choice. Go for it. And choice is like part of everything, obviously. It like kind of like con- it concludes <laughs> it concludes this, okay? Yeah. But <laughs> my point is that so choice actually is the is the number one lesson and why i say that is because when we realize that everything everything's a choice you know like you know people say but but not everything's a choice some things are meant to be even that's a choice you just don't realize that it's part of your choice mm. you see why it's because when you're learning a lesson of about something right even the lesson you learn you chose to go that direction, which means you chose that lesson. Yeah. Right? So true. So true. Because you still had to make a choice between two points, right? Yeah. And when you made a choice, that was part, the lesson was part of your choice. So it was mm-hmm. meant to go, you were meant to go through the lesson because you chose that direction. Yeah, exactly. So... Choice for me is the biggest thing. People say it's so hard to change. I I understand that it can be challenging to change. I do acknowledge that. But I always like people to understand that it's it's not hard. It's actually easy. If you really look at it, it's really a matter of choice. Mm-hmm. It's choice. You choose to say a mean thing right now, or you can choose to step back and say, let me think about this before those words come out my mouth. You have a choice. Hmm. you have a choice whether you want to study you know biology or you want to go into a field of complete top architecture which is completely the opposite but you have a choice right and if you say no but i didn't have a choice because my marks were not good you did because you didn't choose your marks because if you really wanted to you could have studied harder and made that happen and if you say no but i gave it my best i'll say okay but you chose that for your best do you get my point? Yeah. Like every single step, everything is based on choice. Every single thing is based on choice. The only thing we don't get to choose is our parents. Agreed. <laughs> I know. Oh, we oh we know. We everything else, right? <laughs> and our siblings, right? And uh, yeah, your fa- basically your family. Your family. You, you don't get to choose. Yeah. You do get to choose your friends. You can't get. You can't choose True. your family. And so I love True. that. I think you, that's like, you can't choose your family, but you can choose. Still, how you'd like to be able to be around them, how you would like to behave with them, how you would like to, you know, you know, um, actually, uh, there was this uh, kid who was telling me that, you know, I find myself uh, behaving like my dad. And I reminded him, but you have a choice. Hmm. If that's not who you want to be, you choose not to be. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just saying, I hate that it comes up. I said, you don't have to hate it. Just choose differently. Yeah. Don't hate it. Choose differently because if we're going to use the excuse that I'm just being like my dad, then go back to your dad and see who he's being like 
Like you did that. And then what? We just all have excuses. When are we going to put a stop to it? Yep. You have a choice. If you put a stop to it, and you know what? I, I don't know this is an exact science, but I'm, but I'm just going to say it anyways because it is interesting. They say that, you know, the changes you make in your behavioral pattern show up through your DNA as well. So you can kind of like cut them off here so they don't pass down your generation. Mm. So if you really want to create a change, you change yourself. It changes within your DNA. So when you have children, they don't come, they don't come with the same stuff. True. You I, cut it off. I, I agree with that, actually. I, now that you said that, you know? I, in my mind, I, mean, I agree. I'm just like, yeah. Like, I definitely don't want to be the parents. Like, I definitely don't want, I love my parents, but I don't want to be like them at all. I want my future and my future generations to be completely different, which is why I'm like the only one in my whole family that's completely the opposite of all of them. Like, I'm super positive. I'm doing my own thing. I'm focused on life. And I'm just like, I'm changing the game for like my generation to come while they're still stuck in the old way of thinking. And I'm just like, nah, I don't ever want to like, you know, like so many things that I don't want to do that they do in terms of like culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want to change it because I, because my beliefs and my DNA has changed. And like over the years, just my life lessons has have influenced me to be like, no, no, no. These are the things that I don't like with what they're doing. But like you said, I'm making the choice and I've already made the choice a couple of years ago that I'm going to, I'm willing to work super hard now for the next few years to just change the, change the game, you know, change the future generation of how I'm going to be, um, show, like how I show up. Exactly. And so I think that's powerful. I love it. I think there's a beautiful way to just end, like end, end the podcast. But I do want to ask exactly. you one, one last thing though. Um, Sure. Okay, I want you to visualize something with me. Imagine you're standing, because obviously you're a speaker as well. So like I, I yeah. ask speakers this one question because it's just very curious for me. Imagine you're standing on a stage with 90,000 people. Yep. 90,000 people all around you, screaming, shouting, they love you, you've changed their life. And right at the end of like your speech, you've got given this one sentence that you have to say to them that they are all going to like, this is the one sentence that they're going to take home with them and none of them are going to forget because usually people always remember the last thing that you said or it's the thing that they've it's the thing that they felt in their heart so that last sentence for you what would that be to these 90,000 people if you were standing on that stage right now all the power that you need to be the best you is within you I love it (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing Say, say it one more time thank you all the power that you need to be the best you is within you. Love that. So powerful. So powerful. I love it. I felt it. I think all the 90,000 people Thank in my you. head felt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. I love it. Honestly, I'm, I'm super grateful for your time. Thank you so much for sharing everything that you Thank shared. You. Like, Thank you for having me. You know, you're welcome. It was, it was an honor. Like I've been wanting to have you on for so long. And then in the lockdown, I had all these other guests like prepared. And I was like, damn, like I really want to get her on at some point. Um, so the right timing now was the right timing so it's good it, it was the right timing yeah you you decided and the choice happened and we, we made it happen yeah. <laughs> it exactly super choice. cool but Rukaya, for all the people that are still listening how what platforms do you live in the most and how can they reach out to you how can they get your book how can they learn more about you like uh, I, I definitely I definitely and you guys that are listening still make sure you guys go and connect with Rukaya because her content is amazing her quotes are gonna like really touch your heart super deep stuff and uh, I really want you guys to connect with her. But which platforms should they go and connect with you on, Rukaya? Um, So I'm on Instagram, mostly. So on Instagram, it's uh, Rukaya Kala. So it's at Rukaya Kala. Um, I'm sure you'll put it, uh, I'm sure you'll put it down there or something, yeah? Because yeah? yeah. 
to spell it. And then, um, and then I, I do, I do sessions for people like healing sessions and, you know, um, coaching sessions and stuff like that. So that's really cool. And other than that, yeah, that's the best way. Facebook, but you know, Facebook has a limit. (laughs) So yeah. yeah. That's true, yeah. No, but I, yeah, I would just recommend you. I'll put the link for all of Kaya's stuff down down in the in the description as well. But honestly, guys, you have to go and connect with her. Um, I really, really appreciate your time, Kaya, and I'm I'm glad that like I loved the six lessons that you shared with everyone, and hopefully, all they can go and take action on those right now. And uh, I'm super f- just looking forward to keeping touch, and uh, and yeah. hopefully one day we'll, we shall uh, be at the at an event together. Yeah, inshallah, definitely. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show and hopefully I'll catch you soon. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Take care. If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new. And now, as a mentor of mine once taught me, teach it to others. Whichever platform you use, share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world. Because we all need to spread more growth mindset related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and i hope to see you on the next episode take care